Hey there, gorgeous. Welcome to the Wildly Abundant Woman podcast, the place to get inspired, to manifest more money the feminine way, feel worthy, love yourself, and learn how to be abundantly supported for your great work, as well as create your life from a deep state of overflow, connection, abundance, pleasure, and bliss. Join the conversations with me and my amazing guests on how to live life fully, make a massive difference, have a lot of fun, and yes, make a ton of money doing what you love. Welcome. Hey there, gorgeous. Welcome to the Wildly Abundant Woman podcast with your host, Leonie Gabriella. I'm so excited to have you here today. Today, I'm going to answer a question from Zoe from Utrecht in the Netherlands. And she has a really powerful question that I imagine a lot of us are struggling with. Zoe writes, what should you do when you discover that you don't feel connected anymore to friends who you have known for years, sometimes decades? Should you break off friendships that don't feel good anymore? Or should you accept the person for who they are, keep on hanging out with them and use your vibration or energy to shield yourself? So such a great question. Thank you so much, Zoe, for asking. First of all, I want to start by just acknowledging that it is not easy to deal with these kinds of situations. I really know how hard this can be. And, you know, it really comes back to this idea of community. Community is so important. I mean, just imagine like back in the day, if we were living in, well, literally like a tribe or in a community or like in a small village, which is how we used to live for, I don't know, forever, basically up until this last century. Um, being connected with other people, knowing that you would fit in with them was not only important, it was crucial to our survival. So have a little bit of gentleness on yourself for the part of you that finds this difficult and also have some gentleness on yourself for the part of you that really feels like, you know, you want to maybe stay connected with people and maybe be in this state of alignment because it's ultimately how we have been wired. Like it's so, so, so important to us. However, as you're probably noticing and what you're also sharing in, in the rest of your letter, Zoe, is that at this point, you know, we're no longer in a state of, of, of surviving. We're moving into an area of thriving. And we are really connected to, which I hope you are, I think you are from what you're writing, and I think everyone listening also is, living from our soul, living from our essence, living in a way that is true to ourselves without being assholes. <laughs> so just wanted to sort of like give that little background of like, how understandable it is that you're going through this and that you're like asking yourself these questions. Um, and that it is something that I think a lot of us, once we start getting into personal development, once we start sort of like expanding and recognizing our spiritual being, and that we're not just this small little self that is out here in this world to just sort of survive. And that also immediately brings me to the first point that I think is relevant to ask yourself when you are um, deciding about your future friendships. Ultimately, I think the main difference between living from your soul in an empowered state and sort of like what's creating this whole juxtaposition um, between you and your friends, your older friends, is that you are choosing to live life as a creator. 
You are recognizing that you're not a victim. You're recognizing that you are here in life with choices and opportunities and that you, with your vibe, with your focus, with your way of being, have the possibility to create the kind of life that feels true for you. Now, a lot of people on this planet are still living very much in the victimhood mentality. There's a lot of complaining. There's a lot of bad-mouthing things. There's a lot of wanting things to be better, but not actually being willing to do anything about it. So that brings me to my number one point when it comes to deciding about my friendships. I have a hard line in my friendships, and that is I am not open to being friends with victims. I am only open for being friends with people who take radical responsibility for their life and for their experience. Now, I just want to clarify here, that doesn't mean I need someone to always feel perfect and amazing and like be perfectly aligned. Not at all. That would be horrible. Can you imagine expecting that from your friends? Damn, that would be pretty freaking stressful. No. However, I, I am open to a range of emotions. I am open to a range of emotions and I'm open to absolute realness and being there for each other and supporting each other in the depth of our experience, but I'm not open to victims. So, and I want to just sort of like explain two categories of how I deal with them here. And the number one is family. And the second one is friends. So the first one is people that you are in contact with, that you love, that are important to you. Let's say family. Um, where, Or maybe they are older friends that you've had for a really long time and you don't feel like you want to shut them out of your life just yet. Um, I think there I have sort of a different standard of, of what I'm comfortable with. Like probably if I would just, you know, if you would do meet your family somewhere random at a party, you may not become friends with them, but they are your family, right? So you love them. I hope depends on your situation. If it's really like damaging and like super, um, what do you call it? Uh, emotionally abusive or physically abusive, you obviously don't want to be in there and you want to get out. However, I think for most of us, I want to share some things here for those people that you sort of consider as your your family or like people that you've been in contact for with for a longer time. Here's what I would do. I really focus on having empowering conversations with them. I really focus on doing things that are fun with them. So for instance, with my mom and my dad, who I love super mega much and they are so important to me, I just find ways to be in communication with them in a way that works. You know, we might not be aligned on all levels. We may have different life views on certain things, but that's okay. That's okay. In essence, I know we're we're human and we have like so many compatibilities still, places where we can connect. So for example, with my mom, I love um, doing things like painting and I love hanging out with her and having really fun conversations um, while painting or I love making food with her and hanging out with her. I also lead in the conversation by getting myself vulnerable, by by sharing what I'm experiencing, by not always being this like super beat up, high vibe freaking person, which can really drive people insane, but honestly just being real being real about what I'm struggling with, not in a complaining way, but in an empowering way. You know, this is what's present for me right now. This is what I'm going through. This is what I'm experiencing. And I've noticed that that sort of opens up the gateway for this really beautiful depth of intimacy and connection and, and open conversations, which I'm really, really, really grateful for. Oh yeah, I also love to go to the spa with my mom. That's something that we really have in common. 
with my dad. Um, my dad is quite simple. We just like to have good conversations about different things. Uh, he is really great in business. So that's something that I can really connect with him on. And yeah, there's other areas in life that, you know, maybe we're not so aligned with together. And that's totally fine. That's really okay. I just choose to really focus on having powerful, beautiful um, conversations and activities in the areas that are really working for me because these people clearly are super important for me right? Now, let me just check. Do I have friends that I've been friends with forever that I do those kinds of things with? Honestly, no, I don't. <laughs> because I am pretty picky with my friendships. I am, I've maybe in the past sometimes be, been even a little bit too harsh of like, I'm not sure if this person feels aligned and just like breaking up a friendship. Looking back, maybe I wouldn't quite do it that way. Um, but I'm quite picky when it comes to my friendships. And so here's what I need personally and what I am committed to in my relationship with my friends. I want to be friends with people that are taking radical responsibility for their experience. I am committed to being friends with people who are committed to clearing shit out. I can't handle blaming. I am committed to being in a relationship from my essence and I want others to do the same from empowerment and from joy. Now, what can often get into the way for us here is again, that old sort of survival BS of I need to stay connected with them. And what's often underneath that is a feeling of if I don't stay connected with them, am I going to find any other friends? Am I going to find anyone else to hang out with? Um, you might not be specifically experiencing this one, Zoe, but I definitely did have some of that going on, which is my own trauma, my own fear, my own old conditioning of being afraid that I'm not good enough, that I'm not cool, that I'm not fun. And that is something that we ourselves can take responsibility for. So where are you showing up in your own relationship with a kind of an attachment of like, where do you still want to sort of be in that relationship so that you can feel good about yourself? That's the part where I think it's important to really recognize what's happening and to really be gentle with ourselves and to really retrain ourselves that we can be loved, that we are worthy, you know, that we are worthy of beautiful relationships and friendships. And even if they're not showing up in your life just yet right now, they will and they are going to, as long as you open yourself up for it. For me, friendships is honestly an area in my life that I've struggled with quite a bit. Um, I had so much insecurity for myself around this area because I think it's connected to me being bullied really heavily when I was a little girl. Um, and so it really influenced my thoughts about myself. And I always sort of felt like um, really afraid of being friends with women that truly mega inspired me that I thought were really cool in terms of what they were up to. And this is something that I'm healing for myself because I'm really deeply rewiring this and recognizing, you know what, I am worthy. Um, I am here for a reason. I'm fun. I'm awesome. I have a lot of great stuff to offer. I'm a really great friend. Um, and yes, there's things I'm learning, but as long as I am entering the relationship from like being my own creator, not being in my own victim 
because I did bring some victimhood into my friendships. I There was a little bit of neediness that I had going on, a little bit of wanting to have some kind of validation or confirmation, which is obviously super unattractive. Um, and that repelled exactly all of the friends that I wanted to be friends with, which makes sense because a lot of them are very committed to being in connection with other creators. So Anyway, that's a little bit of a blah, blah, blabbling. I hope that's helpful for you, Zoe. And I hope that's going to help you distinguish sort of um, what you need and what you want in friendships. I hope it's also going to help you be more gentle on yourself. Uh, give yourself some love uh, as you are learning to navigate sort of this whole new way of being and relating now that you are in an empowered state. Um, I want to just give two examples of two of my friends that I love that have really that I have a really empowering relationship with and we can basically just clear things out. And then I want to also share an example that I've had very recently with a friend who was actually blaming me and who was very identified with victimhood. And so let me give you these examples. All right, so the first one with, was with my friend Nicole. Nicole and I, uh, our friendship started as uh, clients. Uh, she was my client, I coached her. Um, she super successfully grew her business and then we went on a holiday together last year in, I think it was August, on a nudist campsite in Croatia, which is something we both love. And we had a little conversation going on there between me, her and both of our partners. And I did something where I was basically projecting my shit a little bit onto her partner. And she was not okay with it. <laughs> she was really uncomfortable with it. And uh, there was a little bit of tension at the table or a lot of tension. It honestly felt a bit like an atomic bomb. But what was really cool was she just basically spoke it out to me. She said, listen, I feel like you have been projecting some shit right now and I feel really uncomfortable with it. And I'd love for you to look at it. And I was like, okay, I can do that. And we looked at it and I said, you're right. That was not cool what I just did. And we shifted it and we acknowledged it and the tension was gone within moments after we acknowledged that. So that just comes to show that I'm not perfect and that I don't expect my friends to be perfect either. But when you have a commitment to taking full responsibility, to clearing things out when they show up without being dramatic about it or without being a victim about it, you can clear things out and they can be resolved quick. Um, another one is my amazing friend, Barbara, who has been there for me so many times in my life and she actually inspires me so much when it comes to friendships. She has, I don't even know what her age is right now, but I think she's 70-ish years old. Um, and the reason I'm mentioning her age is because a lot of people find it kind of uncommon that we're such close friends, but I don't really think it matters. I think our souls just really connect and I'm really inspired by her. I hope she's also inspired by me. I think she is. I think you are, Barbara, if you're listening. And, um, I really love her because we have such an open level of communication. She will just come to me whenever she notices something is off or when something doesn't feel right. I will just come to her. I will not hold any grudge against her. That's a super important pointer for me. I'm not available to people holding grudges to each other in our friendships because it doesn't fucking work. Um, and she's really committed to us always clearing shit out whenever it shows up. Doesn't have to become a long, deep, uh, like conscious relating type conversation that lasts for like freaking years. Uh, it's actually can be very fast and very easy. Like, um, I remember I was once living with her. This is like, I don't know, seven years ago, we lived in a house together. 
Yes, I lived in a house with my 70 year old friend. It was super mega fun. And I was being a little uh, vegan Nazi at a time because I felt uncomfortable with her frying her salmon and she left the door open so the smell would come upstairs. And I'm no longer, uh, <laughs> no longer a, a uh, vegan Nazi anymore. Um, although I eat mostly vegan. But anyway, that's a side note. And I just came down and I was kind of like upset and I was not super conscious that much yet at the time, seven years ago. And um, I switched on the ventilator and I closed the door and I went back upstairs. And then later on, like a few hours later, she, she came to me and she said, hey, Leonie, um, yeah, I noticed you had some issues with the fan. She said, listen, you're my friend. We can talk about this kind of stuff, right? Next time, just come over to me. Um, there's no need to get upset or judge me or make me wrong and just communicate what's going on she said are you open for doing that with that would you see that working i'm like yeah that totally works so she didn't hold anything against me she just like powerfully had this conversation and communication with me and that is so freaking important for me when i am in a friendship so i want to share also and this is kind of vulnerable but i want to share it as well because i think it's going to give you a powerful example just recently, I had an experience with a friend, and I'm not going to mention her name to uh, safeguard her privacy, where she was not feeling so well. She was going through some things, and she had, I had offered her a session. Anyway, short story short, she had the experience that I was not fully being there for her, which that can happen, right? I am not freaking perfect at all. I hope you've already noticed that throughout my conversations because I'm doing my best to try to be uh, vulnerable with you and get you to see that I'm also just a human being doing my best. So the problem was that she did not communicate that with me while taking responsibility for her feelings. So she basically got really triggered. She made an assumption about something that I did and she was upset with me and right now our current conversation like we have been in a conflict about this now for honestly about a month and I honestly believe that the main reason of that is is because she started blaming so she started blaming me for the way that she was feeling and it made me really sad and here's where my shit comes up because I sort of excuse me I hooked onto that so my own fear which is where I need to take responsibility my own fear of not being good enough and my fear of losing a friend which I have lost some friends in the past um, because anyway, different reasons. I had some of the needy energy going on. This comes goes back to like my being bullied. So my alarm bells got super triggered and totally hooked into this. And I was like, oh my God, I hope I'm not going to lose her. So I became kind of like apologetic and um, yeah, really, really insecure. Um, and it was really uncomfortable for me. So that's something that I could really look at. And a lesson that I learned there is I have to be willing to lose a friend. I have to be willing to lose someone if I feel like our current communication, our current style of communication is just not working. Doesn't mean I need to shut this person out of my life, but it means that I need to see, okay, where am I being hooked? How can I unhook myself? How can I remember that I'm loved, become willing to let her go, not be attached to this relationship working out and then communicate with her without there being anything right or wrong. So, and I really think that this is super important. And if you're going to really be able to take this with you, by the way, in your life, it's not going to only be helpful for you in your friendships. It will be really helpful for you for in any 
relationship, but also in any, I don't know, project or business venture that you're going to go into. Be really aware. Are you being attached? Are you being attached to this working out? Whenever we're attached, it comes from scarcity and fear that we can't otherwise have the kind of friendship or the kind of experience that we long to have. So I had to recognize that I was being attached to this relationship. So that's where I was hooking into whatever she was saying, which I felt and I clearly feel and recognize was a sense of blaming. So I had to really look at that. And um, once I did, I'm really recognized that I am lovable, that I am worthy. I was able to communicate with her without judging her or without making her wrong for what she was doing because I found it really really intense and not cool so I could speak that out but when I speak that out with her I need to make sure I'm not blaming either because when I'm blaming I'm just perpetuating this pattern that ever that she has going on and it's painful for me and it's painful for her so I really needed to take my space to get out of that so I could communicate powerfully with her. And right now we're at a point where we'll see. I've made a very direct request for her on how I need the communication to be moving forward. I have taken responsibility for some of my experiences and some of my feelings within this and how I co-created part of this whole experience. Which again, that comes down to, which I want to show you and I hope you're getting from this conversation. I want to live in my life and I want to operate in my friendships as a creator. I don't want to do any codependent type of stuff, not from myself and not from others. I don't want to be in victim, dramatic vibrations or energy. I want to live as a queen and I want to be friends with other queens who are committed to doing the same. Again, doesn't mean that I am going to be perfect or they're going to be perfect because I don't want to hold my friends to some kind of insane standards and I don't want them to do that with me either. We're human beings. We're open. We're honest. We all go through shit and that's part of what friendship is for, to be there for each other. But it's not possible when people keep on identifying as being a vict as victims because it's you know, well, while you're friends with them and you're sympathizing with them, you can both be victims together. But it could also turn against you. And it's just not an empowering way to live. So I hope this conversation has been empowering for you. Um, and I'm really, really curious to what you are getting from this. If you're listening, Zoe, um, please let me know what you're getting. And um, otherwise, ladies who have been listening, please share with me. What is the number one thing that you are learning from this podcast? How can you see that you have been operating in your relationships thus far? And what lesson that you've learned today can you use to implement in your relationships moving forward to create more joy, have more fun? And um, yeah, that's it for now really curious maybe some of you are gonna start doing more conscious activities with your family um, and really focus on creating empowering conversations and having fun and you know really do the things that friendships are for sharing sharing vulnerably sharing in our experience supporting each other being there for each other in time of need having fun and having adventures all right that's all for today. So much love and I can't wait to hear from you very soon. Mwah.